0: Your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, what's
1: happening? Welcome into episode number 40. We've hit the big 4-0 for the Ask Level Podcast with Chris Level. I'm Choice Woodman. Chris, let's have a little fun today with this one.
0: It is uh, Memorial Day weekend or... Uh on or just after uh so i have a couple things here one um if if you're hearing this and something big has happened with with a texas tech uh roster move yeah or realignment has dropped uh, just somebody's dropped in your league out of the sky <laughs> or there's some massive thing we probably we, we we're trying to do this a bit early you and I are both going to be out of pocket uh, right over the weekend and so if we've missed something we apologize we're going to try to just talk uh, big picture topics I'll also tell you uh, that you're probably listening to this and I have just turned 50 years old whoa oh yeah that's right so stop the presses I have just turned Fifty years old. I don't even know if to, I can count that high. To watch your <laughs> mouth. Um, I'm Sorry. I'm a very I'm a very young fifty though. Like I I went to you I went to Vegas one time and uh my wife and I saw a uh, a comedian Louis anderson uh who i think i think is still with us i'm not sure that's one of those like yeah alive. i'm yeah, not sure i'm not sure yeah
1: and uh and he's he, the one with the, the the chubby guy with the the gap in his teeth right yeah exactly yeah he he's, weird he's, voice he's been, yeah yeah that's right okay. um
0: and he and he his one of the jokes that he said he's like you know i'm just at the age where i just only age by the by a decade at a time so i'm i'm 40 Uh all the way up until I'm 50. And then I'm 50 (laughs) all the way up until I'm 60. That's fair. I'm not getting into this 48 or 49. No, I'm still 40. Now, (laughs) now we've reset the clock. So I guess I'll be 50 for the next, uh, nine years and 364 days. Awesome. Uh, So, yeah. So how about that? Well, happy birthday. Oh, well, thank you very much. Um, you know what? And while I'll, uh, I'm trying to think of a way to top five sporting, uh, you know, I'll do one per decade uh, okay. of my entire life to this point. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is just personal memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the f- one of the first, I guess, memories I had as a as a sports fan, like big time. Okay, was I would have been. I guess I would have been in like middle school or young high school age. This would have been—I would have been in like eighth or ninth grade, or maybe even seventh grade. But and, and this would be Googleable; we could go back and look this up. But the the Dallas Mavericks playing in Reunion Arena, and they were—this was the Showtime Lakers—and they they took Magic Johnson and James Worthy and Kareem and all that, and they went to seven games, uh, and I was at Game Six, which at the time this was. You know the Mavericks were you, you know expansion franchise. They were terrible. Yeah, and uh, uh but but I, I that was my introduction, really, to big time basketball. You know, because that was you know, and like the Mavericks were Rolando Blackman and Mark Aguire and Sam Perkins and Roy Tarpley and James Donaldson, Derek Harper. I can remember it vividly. Uh-huh. But they went to seven games of the of the Western Conference Finals before they they lost up to the Lakers at the Forum. Which is still is still standing. Reunion arena is not where the Mavericks used to play. Um that was big time uh for, for me because that was peak professional sports, big biggest stage. Uh I wouldn't get to go to the NBA finals when the Mavericks lost to the Heat uh in 06. Got to go to a finals game. Okay. Uh Ra- Rangers uh did watch them lose. Uh I actually were sitting the the I believe it was the San Francisco giant family and friends section of the stadium was literally probably four rows behind me. This would have been 2010, I think. And, Uh and Cliff Lee was on the mound and I'm thinking, you know, uh, you're going to extend the series. You're going to, you know, and it just, it just wasn't, it wasn't. Bruce
1: Bochy on the other sideline or other dugout that time. Think it was,
0: yeah, Maybe it was. But yeah. uh, I, I watched another team celebrate on on uh, mm. my team's uh, you know stadium. That that was That's like tough. that was one of those though. You know, we talked last week in the last podcast about like how unexpected runs. That was unexpected. I wasn't really like broken up. It yeah, was the, it was the next year when uh, when the Cardinals did their thing and mm. Nelson Cruz couldn't catch a fly. That was the one that stung because That's that was the... one where you were. Mm. It's still Ooh. twisted in the gut right now. I mean, it's still. And, and you were yeah. you were better, I think. I yep. think everybody would have said you were better, but that's so. not really what counts. You know, like you didn't you didn't win it. Um, th- those are some of my peak. You know, I ne- I never got to go to a Super Bowl, uh, but I, I i I was in uh, I was in late high school and kind of young college kid at the time frame when the Cowboys were just rolling. I right. mean, and all the guys I was playing college basketball with. They they were playing the video games and all that and and I remember one of my guys he he we had two story dorm and he comes out of his dorm room he's like I just beat Chip again man whenever you get timid give it to Emmett and he, he <laughs> would just Emmett Smith would just run wild on the but I, I I just I didn't get to to go to any of that but those were those were that was a big time era but that was my professional sports like memories that you know all that but then and then obviously with the Red Raiders man oh yeah. 08 and all the bowl games and the final four run, but it's it's uh, it's fun being a sports fan. But I've got yeah, fifty years worth now, I guess. Yeah,
1: quite a bit. And That's you've you've gotten. To, I know. I do have uh, to cover a, a lot.
0: Cover- yeah, when right. I'm when I'm talking 80s, uh, <laughs> yeah. late 80s, and uh, so 88 is that what I found? I think that was is that Yeah, yeah I series. knew it was late 80s. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, I think uh, and 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 save the jokes, people. But the Mavericks were legit at the time. They they were they were. I mean, they just could never get past one of the best teams, uh, in existence. And then obviously mm. th- that they had to break that team up and they traded Mark Aguirre for Adrian Dantley. And it uh, 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 you know, kind of just feels Roy Tarpley liked cocaine mm. better than basketball and, uh, and away it went, but, uh, yeah. So it anyway, was, uh, I was negative two in 1988. Yeah. So. yeah there, there you go. There you go. So, so uh, uh, but I, I still remember all that stuff. Like it was just oh, kind of, it kind of molds you into, for sure, you know, who you who you are when your experiences is a is a kid. Uh, so anyway, there you go. Yeah.
1: The sports fandom, yeah, it's it does mold you, and and probably those things probably gave you a reason to wanna to work in sports too. To
0: sure, to, I mean it's those... it's it's the juice, man. The juice, yeah, it's the juice. It's I tell people that all the time. <laughs> what we do, what we do as a broadcaster, what we do as a pregame guy, as a talk show guy as a podcast guy as a I don't know whatever whatever you know you you touch there's just nothing like being in a full house oh yeah at whatever level it is and there's just some energy in that and you see people act differently in that venue and in that setting whether it's an arena or stadium or whatever they act differently in that venue than they would in any other place (laughs) in the world and that's we see the best and the worst of people uh, oh for sure for sure yeah but but it's it's the it's the energy that that creates the juice man and that's what uh, that's what's so fun about being around sports and i've never lost that well we're Hope on the, never f- do.
1: the 50 years of memories what is <laughs> that <laughs> well what is that that moment for you like where it was it's above all else when it comes to the juice in the arena or the, the stadium, what, what was the biggest buzz feeling that you, you remember?
0: I, I don't want to be, get caught up in the recency bias. Uh, I think it's but, the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it, it was one of two things and, and I, and I, I, and it was also because these were, these were personal. Yeah. I guess I was personally invested both mm-hmm. times. Uh, but, but it's, it's either sitting there in Minneapolis um you know playing for a national championship or, or or is when you know crabtree breaks free you know kind of thing yep. and i mean the world stops my world stops your world stops sure now not everybody's did but when you are either there or you're invested emotionally or you're 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 it's the highest of highs or you you just like it's peak sadness or or disappointment or just like sports sad however you want to phrase it yeah yeah there's just and and that's why we love it so much that's why we keep coming back it's like this girlfriend we can't break up with we know (laughs) we know she's bad for us sometimes she gonna hurt us (laughs) yeah and and we know she's maybe like cheating on us a little bit but gosh we love her and 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 we're just like yes i'd like to go on another date with you even though i know how this is going to end at some point um but it's just like this mistress right but that's what uh, we we just can't get enough of the of the heartbreak, really, because the mm-hmm. the fun times outweigh them, and it's like it's fun to oh, emotionally yeah. invest into. But those are probably my two. I don't know if those were if you have if one of those beats the other. I don't know, but
1: uh no, I I mean both of them. I still just the thought of it. I mean, it can make the hair stand on end a little bit of of remembering those moments. But just I remember sitting there in the arena in Minneapolis and when it clicked in my brain, you're going to go play for a national championship like that. Nice. And just the, the theatrics of everything too. It's like, we're here. It's it's so amazing to be part of that when you have the vested interest. So no, my, mine would be the same, but those are, those are so cool. Those moments. And uh, we've, we've been blessed. At, I know the, people always want more and you always thirst for more, but the, we've been blessed anybody that's been a tech fan for the last, 20 or 30 years you've, you've had some great moments and some fun fun atmospheres to be in
0: yeah and and I, I've never gone to Omaha and and I, I don't you know obviously the Red Raiders once they've gotten to Omaha I've not had a, a ton of success the the wins have been few and far yeah. between uh but you know when you when you beat was it College of Charleston I was there yeah. in the at Dan Law that, that was day a buzzing when environment of, yeah. when you punched your first ticket but yeah. I'm sorry, but there's just really nothing like being in front of seventy-five thousand people. Yeah. And, and you mentioned you said I was in the arena. It ain't no arena. It takes a <laughs> golf cart. It takes a golf cart stadium, to get from one. Yes. Yeah, a stadium, an NFL stadium, uh, and, and you're like they're all here, and you're on literally. Yeah. On this stage, we say biggest stage in sports. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, all all the players and on the bench and coaches are sitting like below, and you're looking up because it's a it's a stage. I was just like, oh, this is this is wild. But um, okay, so some questions uh, for you. So yeah, enough about my uh, me getting old. um, You know, uh, (laughs) but yeah. we had uh, we had somebody coach Lovern uh, yep. works over at at, at Lovett Cooper does the coach of the Lady Pirates they they lost in the state championship game this year mm-hmm. in San Antonio so speaking of you know that that was in the Alamo Dome I was fortunate enough to, to be yeah. a part of the the semifinal broadcast and they punched their ticket there uh, but uh, had to come back for Texas Tech and Oklahoma State uh, that Saturday and they ended up but anyway he submitted a question was it two three weeks ago and it was your top five Tech Hoopers of all time. And, and these are, these are fun uh, questions to ask uh, because there's no wrong answers mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to put some caveats on it because okay. I can do whatever I want. And so <laughs> and so I'm, I'm going 50, to I two. can do whatever exactly. I want. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm only going to talk about guys from my era because I can't, I don't it's think dirty. it's, it's, it's hard to talk about, you know, with pre three point line and the game has changed. It's officially different. You were in different conferences and all that. So I'll just kind of go back to, you know, to, to the, you know, early to mid nineties up until present day time. Yeah. And and that's, that's not a slight to Rick Bullock or double. Not at all. I just didn't see them. Exactly. So I can't, I would be simply taking someone else's word for it. And I'd rather, I'd rather give coach lover and, you know, my opinion on what I've, what I've seen. Yep. I have a I have a starting five and I have a uh, uh a second five too. Okay, so I just, yeah, exactly. Okay. I like it. Um, and I even kind of went went a bit with the third team as well, but I'm not going to get into into the weeds there. Uh, and then I have a I have a football question here for you in a little bit too. Okay, uh, my starters. Okay, my my best five. And again, there's no wrong answers here. This right. is my personal view of it. Um, I I, I wanted to look at multi-year guys that were here i wanted to look at how successful were those teams i wanted to look at when were you really at your best and, mm-hmm. and so it's, there, there's some of that flavor in here okay okay jason sasser it's great you know man. uh yeah the 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 warrior i mean those mid-90s teams that 95 96 team i was going to school at the time mm-hmm they just they just came up short against Allen Iverson and and actually the only other loss they had I bet you don't know that was to do you know who and which NBA player it was it's uh, way off, it's way off the radar it was like early it, on right it was in December um, it was at one of those what uh, I I'd with, known it at one point but cannot remember right now I believe it was Eastern Washington and it was a young man by the name of Earl Boykins okay yeah, yeah who yeah. was a tiny little thing But he was in the league. He was in the NBA for a long time. Um, Anyway, Jason Sasser, Andre Emmett, uh, I think one of the best scorers in Big 12 history, much less Texas Tech -tech history. Uh, I think he made, uh, you know, hang time and just ability to kind of draw contact. And, you know, he was king of the mid-range. I mean, just, uh, and obviously he left us way too soon, but... No, no, no! Top five basketball players within the thirty-year last thirty years list is complete without Andre Emmett's name on. It. Agreed. He's he's um, my
1: personal favorite. On um, okay, it's just like grow grew up on just
0: loving Emmett. Um, Ronald Ross again, <clears throat> walk on to just grinder. Um, was bet one of the best two way players you'd ever have. Yeah. Came back as an assistant or or, or graduate assistant years later. Uh, you, you you played in plenty of NCAA tournaments with Ronald Ross, and I just think he. Th- th- I mean, Coach Knight was playing like seven dudes on some of those teams. Yeah, because Ronald Ross never came off the floor. <laughs> him and him and Jay Jackson and yep. Martin's. You know, those guys were playing like thirty-five minutes a night. I think Ross though was the best two-way player of that group. I think he was your culture. Then sure. he took a lot of guff uh, from Bob Knight, so and he, he belongs... hit the.
1: He had a pretty famous shot to send you to the Sweet Sixteen too yes, against Gonzaga.
0: So, yes, he did. Big one. Um, Keenan Evans, I think Keenan Evans is one of the best players, period, that has ever played here that mm-hmm. doesn't get enough credit. And I would say to anybody that wants to argue with me, if he doesn't bang up his his foot, his toe in Waco, Texas, on a random night, mm-hmm. he not only is conference player of the year, but you also win the Big 12 championship. Yeah. And I I will I will fight tooth and nail to anybody that wants to argue with me on that because that was an elite 8 year for for, for that team yep. and that player and all that. And as soon as that happened, he misses a period of time and they have to inject him at halftime into his big toe, they gave him an injection that would only last about 30 minutes. So he's trying to gut it out in the first half and just play Well, it's what's bothering, because people will tell you it was like a turf toe injury, which is like a bone bruise. It's extremely painful, especially for a basketball player or a running back, which is when you hear this a lot. It has nothing to do with actual turf, just so you know. That's what somebody called it years ago but they but they they had like a 30 minute window and so the doc would go into the locker room and and i mean and it just extremely painful but he didn't yeah. want to get surgery cuz he wanted to finish right. out the season and they went all the way to the elite 8 and he was their best player and he was far less than 100% toward the the you know march and and into april and and all all the the meaningful basketball and it just sucked because i think it cost him a a player of the year and a conference championship uh you know and maybe even you beat jalen brunson and and uh uh and and villanova there in boston uh that you know that weekend although that that team was pretty good they went on to win the natty Um, yeah that one was one of the best college basketball teams we've seen in a while. Yeah, they that were, was a great were good. team. I just, I but you might not have it.
1: to play them if Keenan true. is, is yeah, healthy. True. You might not play you, them until the final four of the. Or you the would later. have been
0: seated better potentially, yeah. I and mean, all that stuff. But uh, anyway, I just have a healthy amount of respect for Keenan Evans, and then Jared Culver. I mean, because he was a player of the year, he was part of a conference championship, he was part of a final four team, he was yeah. also part of the Elite Eight team the year before as a reserve um yep. yeah he, he he's his his legacy here is as i would say quite safe say uh, so, so too. anyway yeah the, the other names and i'm not going to spend too much time on these but tony betty darvin ham part of the 96 team one's a lottery pick one's the head coach of the lakers if you don't know who they are google them they were phenomenal uh Tariq owens just because i think he was uh you know and it won your guy and and, and yet you played for you know and if he, if his ankle doesn't get hurt in the semifinal game, I think you cut down the nets and you're a national champion. He was a culture guy, he was a whatever. Yeah, uh, Jay Jackson, who I mentioned a while ago, For and sure. here's you one that you may not have thought of. I actually played against this guy in junior college. This is before the 95 96 team, so this may have been like a 94 team. Is it you, I might guess, guess at it Lance Hughes? No, it's not no. Lance Hughes. okay. And, okay. And, and Lance was very good, right? This was a guy. That was an NBA guy. This was a guy, your team wasn't great yet. Hmm. He was one of the most talented guys I've ever seen. Um, and he was kind of a throwback, or he was kind of way ahead of his time. And his name was Mark Davis. Came from Howard that, College. Yeah. And he's like your, your, your prototypical, yep. he's how all players are now in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He just happened to be that 30 years ago. Uh, but he was uh, a six, 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 seven. 6'7", I can do anything you want me to do on the basketball court guy. I can guard any all five spots on the floor. I can shoot the three. I can play point guard. I can play center. Um, but I think he was a draft pick by the 76ers, if, if memory serves. And... Um, he was, he was phenomenal. He was really, really good. So anyways, those are, those are mine coach lover. And so I don't know if Woodman has his own, but uh, yeah, anyway, it'd be be fun to hear what other people's thoughts were on that, but those are my thoughts.
1: Yeah. If you're, yeah. If you're commenting anywhere, I know you can watch us on YouTube or anything. You can drop it in the comments. If you've got a top five, you want to do so as well. Uh, Mine are, I've got a lot of similarities. The three for sure that I would have the same as you is, is Andre Emmett, Keenan Evans, Jarrett Culver. Um, I guess I do have a little more recency bias. I would probably throw Tariq Owens on there just because of how huge he was for you on that national championship team. But I totally get the part of putting, uh, the, the guys that played here more than one year a little longer. Uh, and I probably, yeah, so I've got four of the same Ronald Ross would be on my list too. That's a fairly small team that I'd put together, but Yeah. Uh, One more uh, that would probably be on my reserves list or next out is Rayford Young. I mean, he was a, he was a fireball too.
0: My other three or my, my, my third five, these are the names (laughs) I wrote down Rayford Young, Sean Gay, which was a Gerald Myers guy. That's getting back in the eighties. That is. I followed that at Bubba Jennings. Yeah. Um, And then Will Flemmons also a big time conference guy. And then you forget about this one because he had so many guys around him. He was an NBA guy too and he kind of carried it a bit when sasser and ham and those guys graduated but Corey carr yeah Corey carr was a chicago bull there for a yep. period of time it was a second round pick and he was legit man i mean he was legit but uh but i did have yeah rayford man. young's name down yeah as well.
1: i mean you've got a lot of basketball history a lot of great guys that have uh, been through so it's yeah. not an easy thing to pick a a top five for sure but uh yeah. it, was a, it was a fun one thanks to coach lover for the the question i like it but
0: yeah fun conversation and again it, it, there's no right or wrong answers there yeah. it's just my opinion it doesn't mean that i'm right or that anybody else that has a different five would be wrong but yeah f- fun to talk about that my next question is is about uh football uh and we'll, we'll we'll get more to the time frame right now as we have left spring and we now are starting to see projections and things like that and you're going to start mm-hmm. to see multitude of lists comes sure. out quarterback has already come out on a a list like this but I guess my question is just as it relates to Texas Tech football what position group position group do you feel the best about heading into the summer months and and like with fall camp nearing like like where's my bread and butter like this group I feel like really is just solid like you know and, and and is the maybe the best group on the team and you know i don't know so your position group that you feel best about would be what choice man two answers came to mind and they're both on the defensive
1: side of the ball one your defensive line and your defensive backfield i feel pretty darn good about both of those those groupings um i pro- i guess i'll lean towards db's just a little bit over d line because of how much you've got returning, you got two potential NFL guys that chose to to come back and say, "Hey, we're we're going to do this again and try to raise the stock and and try to have a great season." And, and Rashad Williams and Malik Dunlap, um, Baskerville heard nothing about good but good things about him since he's gotten on campus. Uh, he's got good length, really like that. You get Rabbit, Adrian Taylor, Demerson back on this squad, so I don't know how deep you are necessarily there. Uh, but but your starters your your first grouping of guys is really solid for dbs um but d line is really stout as well with some of those interior defensive linemen all the the stuff you got going on there and then some pretty good prospects at least at this point uh for pass rusher on the d line I, I feel really good about either one of those groups well, what about
0: you you know, and that's the beauty of these questions because I was going to wait to see what you said because <laughs> I was going to, I had, I can, I can make an argument. I really can make an argument. I, you know what? I'll make an argument for two different positions that you didn't even name being uh-huh. the best one on the team. Okay. And I think I can make an argument for it. Um. And I think that's, that's kind of speaks to maybe how good your team can sure. be. Sure. I wouldn't have said DB... Just because I think there's a depth concern there. Yeah, that's my concern. Think, yeah, And that's the, I, I just think if, if Kobe minor was still here and you had a little bit more, because I think it goes from kind of old and starters and all that. And there's, then you're going to true freshman. Sure. And I think that's kind of the, that's kind of the concern there with that. I don't think that's that way with, with D line. I'll, had you not said it i probably would have argued and said d line is the best position group on the team okay however that's not ironclad mm-hmm. i'll give you i'll give you two other positions though that i think i could i could walk away going i feel the best about this okay. over any any position on the team i think one of those is qb because if yep. you told me mm-hmm. if you told me last year you, you're going to keep two of these guys mhm I think we go huh, well. That's an upset. Sure. I mean, I mean, you you kidding me? And, and I would have nothing against Donovan, but I would have after we saw what Tyler did, and then we saw what what uh, what Baron was, and knowing his classification, right? I, I would have ultimately said I would love to keep all three, and I'd love to let Donovan do some tight end or be wildcat quarterback or be a specialty guy. Yep. That that would be me being selfish and greedy, but I would have said if you're going to keep two at quarterback, I would have said Tyler and Barron. And you this is what you have and you now have have gone through the spring and you you're past that, you you're going to keep them here. I just think it's one hell of a 1-2 punch. We are biased. I get it. I don't sure. I'm not going to apologize for it. I know Oklahoma may feel a certain way about Jackson Arnold and about Dylan Gabriel. I know that, uh, you know, Texas has got Quinn Ewers and Malik Murphy and they've got, uh, you know, Arch Manning and they may go, (laughs) you know, uh, you know, you got Will Howard and whoever's backing up, you know, Will Howard at at Kansas state. I'm not trading, you know, I, I think and, and and Daniels at Kansas are a legit nice combo to have. I'm not trading my dudes for anybody, man. Yeah. You know, um, I just am not, and I think you're covered. You're totally covered, uh, and I, and I feel I think you've got insurance there. I think you could have a draft pick there. Mm-hmm. I think you've got the future there. I just think that when I look at them as a one and a one a, I, I think I think it's it's pretty damn fun, man. Because yeah. the last time I felt this good about it, honestly, with the one two part of it, knowing that I I knew I had something, not that I was hoping for it was in 2005 when I – well, you know, there there was a run there whenever you had those seniors and you had the – but we hadn't really seen the, the – Yeah, we the, hadn't
1: seen anything from the, the, the other guys.
0: The, yeah, the one that was waiting. Right. But when you had that 05 year and you won nine games and you had Cody Hodges and Graham Harrell sitting there, right I thought, you got your right now and you got your future. And I feel like that's what you've got right now. And I think that, boy – it's funny because uh, didn't Brett McMurphy say that you'd be playing Alabama in the cotton bowl. <laughs> what, what'd you, what'd you do in 2005? Just, just Played saying Alabama in the cotton bowl. Yeah. Just saying. And Jamie I, Christensen kicked one of the ugliest field goals that I've ever seen. We'll jump uh, oh my in, gosh. My, in my entire life. You know, you were um,
1: talking about sports memories. That's one of the worst ones for me. Cause we were sitting, <laughs> we were sitting opposite of those field goal posts, like out, off in the corner a little bit. We see the little duck come off his foot. And we start celebrating in our section because
0: right we through think, the uprights. Man. Yeah, right we, we thought, oh, okay,
1: it botched it and we're celebrating. And then we see the Bama or the Bama players run onto the field and we're like, what? Hold that. Yeah. Oh, so that was that was the, one of the biggest endorphin highs to drop you flat on your face moments I've ever had. Just
0: yeah. think you
1: think you got to overtime, then not. Yeah. So
0: you know yeah. the the other position group that I, I I really feel like I could make a case for of being the best on the team or the one I feel the best about. Mm-hmm. And, and that and, and and you can't really play the. Well, I think that Steve Linton and Miles Cole are going to be really good. And you've got to be able to do that with this one here. And that's receiver. Because they're all back. Uh, Brady Boyd, May Redshirt. Jaron Bradley is going to be a first or second team All-Big 12 guy. Um, You traded Trey Cleveland for Dre McRae. And everybody Mm -hmm. will tell you nationally and locally and everything, Dre McRae is going to cause some serious problems just from a, a speed standpoint. Yep um miles price if he ever stays healthy is a hell of a weapon and 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 then you've got like a guy like Loick who lit it up at the back end of last year and then lit it up in the spring game and we know that he's if you if you want to look at like data and numbers and how people have recruited he, he was extremely highly uh recruited uh four-star prospect at a Milan odessa and so, and Jerome Bradley, four-star guy, Dre yep. McCray, one of the top transfers uh, out there um, by, by any sort of measure uh, in the country. Yep. So I don't know. I just don't think you have any questions. Yeah. Do they need to stay healthy? Sure, but it's like I don't. I don't. I'm not. And it's not like you're you're eight deep where you're just like, oh god, we're we're just like we're just swimming in studs and all that. But I have zero question about my receiver room. Zero so much so that you may take a guy last year that you kind of thought you were maybe going to lean on and, and, and put him on ice for a year. Like, like, uh, uh, Brady Boyd and, and and we're not even getting into the Koi Akins who maybe could take a a step. Right. Uh, you've got an old head like Xavier white. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's JJ Sparkman who is just solid. Uh, and seeing, and I feel like I've got a lot more clear cut answers, there than i do on the defensive line when i'm really like i'm i'm i'm, I'm listening to people i'm thinking well they, these people really like miles cole or steve linton and, right. and maybe charles esters and duda banks and yeah these guys that we haven't seen do anything yet uh you know maybe the totality of them maybe we're good enough that we can redshirt joseph adedar you know we, we, we you know a data ray whatever however yeah. you say his last name yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe we maybe we have enough to, to redshirt him. So, you know, I don't know. I, I could make those arguments. Did I did I do well? Did I put a dent in it? Did I make you see it differently? Oh, you did. Well, receiver is the other one I kind of thought about. Okay. Which is kind of crazy from
1: this where you were at this point last year, right? Because receiver is one of your big question marks at this point yep. last year. So I, I think that and some of it is still projecting forward for, for some of those guys, but I, I feel like if if you can stay healthy, I mean, you saw really good finishes to the season for Fungi and Bradley, and and the McRae part's going to be a big part of it. But it, it, there's there's probably not a position group that has more depth on the team than than receiver.
0: Yeah, I you know, and 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 it's it's somewhat proven. I think there's still some somewhat yeah. unprovenness to it, especially with like Dre McRae. You're waiting for Bradley to take this big step. You're waiting for you know, Sparkman to kind of really get, get it and be, and be consistent and all those things. But, but then you've got the, the, the young pieces there that are uh, uh, that I think, you know, could be fun. So I don't know. I just, uh, and and then we're not even counting tight ends as part of that group, but you know, when you, when you talk about just pass catchers in general, it makes you kind of even feel a little bit better about it, but I could see the questions about Mason Tharp's health and do you have enough, you know, total depth there and can Baylor cup take a next step and all that. Anyway, just fun, yeah, fun conversation. No wrong answers, but it—the <laughs> fact that we've talked about four different position groups here and made legit arguments for all of them—and right. I think they could all win an argument. It just depends on what flavor of ice cream do you want. Yep, uh, I was always a mint chocolate chip guy. I knew you—you know—choice you was always a cake batter guy, which I thought was very strange every time that I would take you to get ice cream. I thought that was very uh, odd. Still waiting on that to happen, but. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, I'm kidding. Yes, okay. I should take well, you to get ice cream. Speaking of I, I know, I know you've seen this all the all the pictures and everywhere of you. You know the 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 Dr oh, Pepper float with hundred percent in. Yeah, I I did check to make sure that was real. Uh, Have, they tell yeah. me it is, but I haven't seen it in a store yet. Um, so I, I I heard a rumor today
1: as we're recording this that it's uh, it's at one of the United's in town. So I'm trying oh, to okay. get over there and. And and test this out because I'm if, I'm if you if in.
0: you get one buy me two buy me a gallon too I'll okay. come I'll come find you and and get it yeah <laughs> I would I would me. that yeah. you can give me that for my fiftieth uh, birthday How all right like that? that sounds like a good yeah. good put a bow off. on it and and I'll I'll <laughs> I'll provide the spoon all right yeah, so. sounds sounds good well that me. was good hope yeah. everybody had a happy uh, Memorial Day weekend I yeah. uh, hope everybody was safe uh we'll we'll try to maintain some regular uh you know schedule yeah. here we'll, throughout the summer months
1: yeah we'll 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 hit some shows during the summer months the news cycle will slow down some and but we'll we'll definitely uh we'll, we'll be in and out on the shows this summer but for sure hit it hard uh again during football season and be back at it level it was it was fun enjoyed it cool. have a happy birthday memorial day all of it yeah. and and uh we'll do it again soon sounds good see you man keep hope alive everybody Absolutely. That's Chris Lovell. I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the Ask Level Podcast brought to you by Double
0: T97.3. You've been listening to the Ask Level Podcast powered by Double T97.3.